your favorite podcast show of the week. It is Location Weekly. It's episode number 570. We're recording actually on uh, the 20th of May. Um, two two podcasts we're recording this week because Ariana's uh, traveling next week, so we're just banging it out. But uh, yeah, we've got uh, a good show ahead uh, for those that are uh, here in Canada. It's a long weekend, um, so um, you know, enjoy it. We've got great weather here in Toronto, where I am. It's like literally like 90 degrees today outside, so kind of crazy. But um, how are you? I'm good. Um, we have a long weekend coming next weekend here, um, and we are also supposed to have like 90 degree weather this weekend. Today it's like 75 maybe, but it's just, I'm excited. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, but I'm good. I mean, just preparing, heading over to Programmatic IO um, in Vegas on Monday for next week. So that's why we're recording early and excited, you know, like I haven't been to a big conference in a while. I mean, I did do uh, IAB earlier this year, but you know, this is like a Vegas conference. A lot of old uh, programmatic people from the industry, including some of my old uh, digital element club over there. So excited to just catch up and like do something normal and, um, you know, maybe go to a show or something if I get a second. Yes. So lots to look forward to, but we are just cracking it out this week. So we have a pretty good show today. All right. We'll kick it off. Let's All right. Go. Let's do it. All right. So Near Intelligence, if you're familiar with them, they are a global SaaS provider. Um, they focus on privacy-led data intelligence across people, places, and products, kind of like our people, places, and media. Um, and they have reached a, um, a business, uh, I, would, I would say a merger, with Cluden, which is a publicly held company um, and an acquisition corp as well. So um, they have entered in this like business combination agreement that's going to result in near being a publicly traded company. And, you know, I'm not really sure exactly what the details are in terms of like what market capitalization of nearly a billion dollars means. Um, but it sounds like it's good for them. <laughs> so just a little bit about near if you're not super familiar, but they have, um, you know, one of the world's largest sources of data intelligence and they are touting 1.6 billion unique user IDs, over 70 million places and 44 countries. So very large data set there. Um, they use AI driven modeling, you know, to talk about like better understanding consumer behavior um, across a bunch of different uh, data sources. And their existing equity holders include Sequoia Capital, Telstra, JP Morgan and Greater Pacific Capital. Um, so, you know, I think this is good for near it's interesting to me though because we've seen a lot of these like location data companies kind of phasing out or consolidating and although they are in essence like moving into um you know a business agreement they are moving into a publicly traded company and this is kind of a big deal so i feel like this is very interesting and one to like, keep an eye on and watch because you know we've kind of been predicting hey location data is like oil and it's getting more and more expensive it's harder to find and here we are seeing something like this happen so i'm very interested to hear what you think about it 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Nier's been a, a, you know, player in our space for quite a while. You know, we've talked about them on the show in, in different ways. Um, you know, as for example, you know, they've got, you know, um, a whole offering around measuring digital out of home in, in APAC in particular, um, and a number of other things. But, you know, I, I think the, you know, as you and I have, have talked about with all the changes in, in, privacy rules and and challenges that's created for many companies to see that here's here's a company that's like choose the public uh and with the scrutiny that comes from that and and uh you know the ups and downs you know as you as you, you roll with the stock market is uh interesting right uh, i think the other interesting thing for me about this specifically is uh clued in is the publicly traded company that they're merging with to then become a public company uh, all, all merged together but they're changing the name the name will be near intelligence so i thought that was kind of interesting as well um yeah and, and i think you know perhaps this gives them just a way to uh have some of the existing shareholders you know be able to cash out a little more easily uh or you know to take on you know potentially new investors that want to come in uh in, in different ways um, but, but I think, you know, from, um, a global point of view, like near has definitely been, you know, sort of expanding over the last number of years into other markets. Obviously they're been active with us, uh, at the LB May, they were present, uh, at the geospatial reform last week when I was there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't have a ton to say about this. Obviously it's a, it's a financial transaction first and foremost. Um, but, um, it's going to be an interesting one to watch. I think just, just from that privacy point of view and kind of what it means in terms of, you know, their pr public profile, um, uh, going forward. So we'll see. Totally. Yeah. All right. On to our, uh, our second story now. Um, so there's a company called Fingo, F-I-N-G-O, which is a, uh, London, UK based biometric identity uh, company and so they've introduced something called Fingo Vend, uh, which is a vending machine that allows their users to pay and prove their age, so age verification, through a scanning of their finger using um, uh, technology that they've adopted from Hitachi uh, that does vein mapping. So every person on the planet has a unique vein pattern um, to their identity, just like we have a unique, uh, you know, fingerprints and unique. Uh, you know, heartbeats and all kinds of other things that are unique about every every one of us. Uh, but they're tapping tapping into to vein identity, um, and so they're using this to enable a range of you know transaction things to happen, payments. Um, you know, as I said, age you know age verification, access to buildings, you know, uh, you know those kinds of things. So um, in 2020, Manchester City Council was the first to approve. Uh, the Fingo technology for, for use in some of their facilities. Uh, so customers could go into, you know, places, uh, you know, where alcohol is being served and kind of just verify that they're, you know, they're okay to come in and they're of age or to, to purchase, you know, alcohol or things like that. Um, and now with their, the, this latest uh, offering, uh, they've teamed up uh, with Vagabond Wines and a craft brewery company called First Chop are the first brands to offer their selection of drinks through a Fingo vending machine. Um, and uh, yeah, so they're, they're pushing this out there. Um, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, you know, first I thought it took me way back. Hitachi is a name that we haven't really heard of in a while, like a very long time. And yeah. growing up, um, there used to be a Hitachi factory, like right down the road from uh, my house. And I always thought of them as like televisions or VCRs or something. Uh, so yeah. it's interesting now that we're talking about, you know, the the vein scanning and like the biometrics of things. And um, another fun fact that I heard once, I'm not sure if this is true, but apparently um, your fingerprint, well, your vein pattern can be like up to a hundred thousand times more identifying and more unique than even a fingerprint, which I thought was very mm. interesting. Uh, so I think this is really cool. I mean, One is as proving your age is a great thing and maybe something that is not necessarily used for your identity, um, I think is very interesting. So I like that aspect of it. It seems a little bit more forward thinking and not my face, right? It's my, it's like my finger. But, you know, I think with the fact that we know that it is very unique, if it's going to be used for multiple things, like what's the, what's the impact going to be from, um, I guess a privacy standpoint, but at, at the least, I think it's very interesting. And I love the idea of just automating age verification in a different way, instead of like having to pull out a physical driver's license or anything else. Um, and then the fact that it's convenient, like through a vending machine is amazing too. So. Yeah. And, and I think there's just a general growth towards using different types of biometrics for payments, right? I, I read another story uh, earlier this week about MasterCard, um, you know, starting to get uh, more and more into this space. Um, there's a pilot that they're running in Brazil uh, with a grocery or supermarket uh, chain called St. Marsh or St. Marche um, in Sao Paulo. And you go into the stores and um, you like you enroll, like you sign up for this program. Uh, but once you're in the store uh, or even through through the store's mobile app, you can pay by smiling uh, or um, by waving like gesture-based payments, uh, like into a camera or things like that. Cause it like, obviously you've already enrolled and it recognizes you. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, tech companies like Fingo, they're kind of playing around with this kind of stuff or, you know, obviously they're using Hitachi and I know Fujitsu's got technology in this space. We've talked about pop ID, but we're going to talk more about them in a second, uh, before, but, um, yeah, I think it's the biometrics, uh, are, uh, are happening more and more. I think, also driven by COVID to some extent because, um, you know, especially with the, the facial base payments and things like that, you know, it, it's, it's touch free. Right. So, um, there's stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's go to another very familiar company. One that we have talked about a lot. We know well within the LBMA and that's reveal mobile out of, I believe it's Raleigh, North, North Carolina. Um, yeah. And they are a location intelligence company. If you're not familiar, they've done geofencing marketing software. Um, you know, they've been in the space for a long time. And I would say that they have, they've grown, they've expanded, they've kind of applied some different use cases, but I really like this one. So they, um, if you remember, they acquired a company called Mira um, in October of last year. And now they're launching this Mira console, which is a self-service platform for out-of-home campaign measurement. So this console allows for measurements and reporting around traditional out-of-home, digital out-of-home, um, you know, so place-based, programmatic, anything that's like moving out-of-home ad campaigns. And then it's measuring this based on, you know, it could be in-store, via mobile app, online actions, any type of like, you know, it seems like a any type of to their out-of-home ad exposure. 
So they're touting that users can see all these associated campaigns with a specific advertiser, get a quick view on what has um, you know, completed, what's kind of in progress in terms of the campaigns that are running, get this variety of different measurement types you know, and reporting, download it, make it this like very fully automated offering. Um, what's interesting about this is that this was developed in conjunction with Lyft. So specifically for mm -hmm. Lyft obviously has a need for what they're doing and they're just continuing to expand this. Um, one of the first customers that they're seeing has adopted this new platform is Domni and they are a programmatic out of home specialist. So what I think is very um, exciting about this story specifically is that, you know, I think Reveal has done well over the years. They have done very well, but I think that they haven't really like blown up yet and they haven't done something huge. And what I love about this is that this space in terms of out of home measurement is still very much uncharted. Um, there's a variety of like methodologies. There's a variety of companies that are trying to do it, but no one has actually claimed ownership of it. And it's kind of the wild, wild west. Um, you know, doing some discovery earlier, when I first started this new role, I was like, hey, interested in out of home and just looking into measurement, you know, currency, how is this counted, how, you know, everything in the measurement space, including CTV or whatever, is very, very um, evolving right now. It's in a very, like, nascent state and everything's kind of shifting from old traditional measurement to more, like, how can we deterministically measure this or um, even probabilistically measure things. So I think this is a great opportunity for Reveal. I'm excited to keep an eye on this one and see, um, you know, what other what other companies are going to start to adopt their their measurement platform here. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, not a lot to add to what you just said. I think it's it's a it's a good offering. Obviously, they built upon, you know, the the acquisition there um, to kind of bring this together. Uh, I really like that. You know, they worked with somebody like Lyft to to design it together, and and you know, I think anytime you're building technology platforms, right, it's it's uh, it's one thing to say, hey, this is you know, I've got this idea, this thing's going to be great, and everybody's going to love it. It's another thing to actually work with you know a potential client and develop it together, right, and then kind of figure out how you find more clients like that and scale it. Um, so I think that's that's really interesting. Um, and um, yeah, I echo what you said. I think I think the we've talked what in the last year we've probably covered at least a dozen out of home measurement tools uh, that have been announced. So I think there's still there's still more coming, and and it's it's a it's a wide uh, a wide field, right? Even even near that I just talked about earlier, you know, at, you know, is in this space too, right? Um, and so I think there's. Um, there's still a lot. I think what's going to happen for me is is that there's somebody's going to you know start to get real traction in that in that space, and then you'll start to see some consolidation if there's nuances to technology platforms that you know can improve one over another, or you know a feature that can be pulled in, or you know a customer base that can be acquired, or something like that. But uh, yeah, I, I I like what I've always liked what Reveal you know, has been doing and, and they continue to grow, you know, I think at a, at a nice measured pace. Pardon the pun, measured pace. Measured pace, there you go. All right, final story. Um, so this one's kind of all over the place, um, kind of coming back to the facial recognition and, and payment stuff. Uh, so Domino's Pizza, see you didn't get the pizza story, uh, Brianna, I got the pizza story. 
That was going to be my uh, comment is that for once I didn't get a pizza store. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Domino's Pizza um, is offering a promotion uh, where customers can order uh, by making different facial expressions and moving their heads. Um, so they're using Pop IDs technology to do this. And it's in partnership also with a uh, promotion for the upcoming uh, season of Stranger Things on Netflix. So they're calling this a mind ordering app. Uh, so the app uses facial recognition, eye tracking to power pizza orders via movements such as nodding, tilting your head or closing your eyes and more. Um, so it's, it sounds really fun. It sounds really interesting. Uh, it sounds super gimmicky. Um, but you know, like I will say this, you know, Pop ID is a company I've been tracking for a while. We had them come speak uh, at a retail loco uh, way back when, um, you know, and and they continue to, you know, evolve. They continue to, you know, put great technology out there and, and sign great deals and, and get involved in, you know, things like Netflix shows. So it, it's, um, you know, they were one of those first pay by face, you know, companies that I had come across way back when. So. You know, I, I, I'm kind of intrigued by this one. I mean, I'm not a Stranger Things fan. I don't know if you are, but you, you can you can speak to that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, th I think there's 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 some, definitely some fun to this. And the fact that this is this isn't happening like in a store. This is happening in the app. So they've you know, they've built in the facial recognition technology. Same as what you do to unlock your phone, I guess. Um, but with, you know, some more, uh, power, um, and, uh, algorithms around that to do eye tracking and other things. Um, but, um, you know, kind of bringing that technology now to the app instead of what we we're talking about earlier, where it's happening in the store. What are your thoughts? Well, I do love stranger things as a matter of fact. So, um, I'm excited about this? season. What? You're going to, you're going to try this out. I will try it out. Cause you know, I don't order Domino's often, but there's, like times when I'm working late and I just need a quick fix for my kids and they have a gluten-free pizza. So um, it's like an easy win because there's one right down the street. So I'm a big fan of- like, I love Domino's. So like, if you want, you could try it out and then have them deliver it all the way up to Toronto. I'm in. <laughs> well, my concern <laughs> is like with the facial um, thing, you know, I don't know. What if you mess up like and end up ordering lots of pizzas? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. Just keep, you, you just keep winking to the to the to the phone, and it's you know you're trying to get Jerome's attention, but it's you, know, you now ordered seven pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will report back, okay? But I like the story. Okay. It's fun. It's cute. Um, you know, it's whimsical. Whatever, cheeky. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, that that's it, folks. That's our uh, our show for this week. We thank you as always for listening and watching. Please reach out if you have story ideas. I did actually, um, you know, get a couple this week that came in from folks. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, yeah, give us some likes, some love, some you know, comments, whatever you want on whatever platform you're consuming this. And we'll see you next week with another show. Um, have a great week, everybody. Bye. Oh,